Welcome to episode 24 of the Building and Scaling Online Courses podcast with Davey Gravy. What's up everyone? David Young, aka Davey Gravy here. Coming at you with episode 24. Uh, My goal right now is to do two of these episodes a week. Uh, Before I said I was going to do them every day for a year and that just did not work. So now I'm trying for twice a week. Today, I want to talk to you about um, how to stand out with your online course and get sales, especially if there are other courses similar to yours, right? Um, You might think, well, other people offer a course on a similar topic as mine. You know, how do I get sales, right? Like, how do I be better than them or how do I kind of differentiate myself? So I'm just going to share with you a story and some things that I've done with my course over the last three or four years or so um, to do that. So one of the main courses that I offer through my company, Drone Launch Academy, is called the Part 107 Test Prep Course. Uh, So Part 107 is just the test you take if you want to be a commercial drone pilot in the U.S. So the the test is at an FAA testing center, and uh, you have to, it's like two hours to take it, 60 questions. So we made a video prep course on it. We were one of the first ones to come out with the video prep course. And at first, you know, you don't have to be that different, right? Because especially since it was brand new, there weren't that many test prep courses out there. So if you had any kind of success track record um, and you had a course that worked, uh, it was going to be popular. Um, but then, you know, as the time goes on, years tick by, I think it's been about four years now since that came out. A lot of other people see that there's a test and they go, well, shoot, I'm going to make a test prep course too, right? And they start popping up and more and more people are coming into the space. There are more and more options. So then you really have to start thinking, okay, like why should people pick me, right? Uh, Especially with something like test prep, because really what matters in an online course is the promise that you're making, right? I call it the course promise. Like by the end of this course, you will be able to X, Y, Z. And that matters because of ABC, right? You should be able to answer that statement very, very plainly and clearly for your online course. So for a test prep course, it's by the end of this course, you should be able to take and pass your part 107 course on the very first try. That's pretty simple. Well, if every other course that's out there, prep course can try to promise the same thing, um, it kind of, you kind of lose some of your, um, I don't know, not advantage, but you kind of lose some of the enthusiasm to take your course specifically. So you got to think of other things, right? So you can compete on price, which works to an extent, right? If you're offering the exact same thing as someone else, um, you know, you could try to beat them on price. And in my experience, that only works if you are okay using that course now as a loss leader or, you know, willing to not make a bunch of money on that course to then escalate uh, or um, you know have them work through what's what they call the value ladder. So you have something else, another course or another program that's worth more, or that's kind of like your real ticket, your money maker, and this course is just a conduit for that. And so we use we do use our course, the test prep course, as this, but it takes a little while because you know you have to build one course at a time. So you can you can try to beat them on price and then use it to. Um, you know, uh, work them into other higher level courses. Um, kind of the first course is, Hey, you build trust, you have some success. Now what's the next step? Um, or I guess you could do a combination of these two things. You know, the next thing you could do is just try to be better, right? So you got to think about what do the other people promise, right? So they make the, the basic promise of, Hey, pass your test. 
Um, but we started saying things, here's some things we've done to differentiate ourselves. Uh, and here's the thing, when you do these things, other people will notice, they'll catch on, they'll change their offer, and then now they're kind of with you again, and then you gotta change your offer again. So you gotta have to like continuously improve it. That's the one negative side about um, courses like test prep where they're a bit more of a, not, not totally, nothing is a total commodity, but where it's hard to promise something much better. So uh, we said, hey, listen, if you don't pass your test, we went for the risk reversal strategy. If you don't pass your test, um, we'll give you your money back. Okay, that became pretty standard pretty quickly. So then we said, if you don't pass your test, we'll give you your money back and we will pay you $150 to go take the test again because there's testing fees to the testing center of $150. So we were the only ones to do that. And so then everybody was, it gave people something to talk about, right? So the people that promoted us, they also promoted some of my competitors too. But now that we had this, they were like, oh, cool. So they wrote an article and they're like, oh, wow, guess what? They're the only test prep course to do this, this, and this, right? Or to say, we'll pay you $150 to go take it again. So that worked for a little while. Well, then everybody else started doing that. And then we said, okay, well, what else can we do? And we looked around and some of our competitors actually are now like, hey, we're offering the test prep course and some flashcards. And we had flashcards like you like you heard in the last lesson or the last lesson, the last podcast, um, but we charged for ours. So we thought, hmm, well, maybe we should include the flashcard now. Well, what we've done this time around is now we have flashcards. We have a... Uh, 100-page ebook that I've had before. Um, I kind of used it originally when I was creating the course. I wrote this ebook and then kind of formed the course around the ebook. Sometimes that's nice to do because it really does help you with structure. Because when you're writing out a book, it forces you to put things into a structure, and then you can um, sort of base your lessons and your and your videos around that. A little bit of a longer way to do it, but it's one option. So I had this ebook just in a Word document. So I sent it to a PDF designer. I got it designed all nice and looking good. So now, hey, now there's a downloadable PDF you can get. And I and then I had a couple people say, hey, do you guys have an audiobook? That's the nice thing about listening to your customers is they'll give you ideas. I had a couple people ask us if we had audiobooks. So I said, we don't, but how hard is it just to read my own book, right? My own ebook. Now, it's a study guide, so it's not like going to be the most interesting thing, right? It's you're, you're giving people information about airspace and regulation and all that. So reading this off is like, kind of like watching paint dry. So uh, I, I did it, I think over the course of a year, I would just take like an hour or two um, out of my schedule. I'd go into the little podcast studio we had at my co-working space and they had some nice mics there and I would knock out a chapter or two of this ebook, right? And I just did it into GarageBand. Um, then after a while, uh, the ebook was done. So now we have, I think it's eight hours of audio in an ebook. So for us, we're gonna about to beef up our offer, right? So we're gonna say, cool, so for this, you know, price, you get our regular video course, which has got all these HD videos. Um, we've got this pass guarantee. Oh, another thing we did is I hired a flight instructor. Um, he's now a, uh, an airline pilot, but he holds, he holds weekly office hours, live office hours once a week. You can submit questions in advance and he goes through your questions live and explains anything that you need explained extra stuff. So nobody else offers that. So you got to think, what can I do above and beyond what other people are offering um, to get them to talk about it or to say, hey, here's what we give that other people don't give. And, you know, as you're thinking about this and talking about this, it kind of sounds exhausting, right? You're, you're like, man, I'm just going to do one thing and then someone's going to try to outdo me and then I'm going to do one thing and they're going to outdo me. And that's going to happen. I mean, that's just the nature of the free market, right? So um, yes, that happens and you're going to have to continue to innovate, which is good for the consumer. Um, they keep getting a better and better product, but this is why you need some other type of course out there that is the next step. So if you have test prep or something similar, right? Something where you can only promise 
a certain result, right? You're gonna pass your test, right? That's what everybody can promise. But if we have another, another course, like, hey, how to start a drone business, that's not such a yes or no, like black and white binary result, right? We could say, hey, our students have this level of success. So if somebody else comes out with a drone business course, um, you know, they would just be like, hey, well, what results do you have? They may not have any testimonials. They may not have any results to show. And if they do, maybe they don't have as many or maybe they don't, they're not as successful. So if you can make your people successful, there's no real limit on how successful our students could be in that course, right? They could make a thousand dollars a month. They can make $10,000 a month. They, you know, it could go forever, right? So that's a way to be way better where you can promise bigger, bigger results. Whereas, you know, a student, they don't really care. Most of them at least don't care if they make an 80 on the test or if they make a hundred on test, right? They just pass or fail. Um, so you gotta be thinking, what can I do better on, especially those more commoditized type of courses. Um, but then think about what other course can I be making? That is the next step in whatever their journey is that they're going through. Right? So right now that's one thing that we're going to be offering, um, is, uh, the ebook, uh, and another thing we're splitting it out separately. So we used to just bundle the ebook and some other stuff with the course, but um, to increase the value, right? So the, the perception of value, because it all is very valuable, but it's kind of, hard, kind of hard for the prospective student to realize the value that's in there if you just give it all to them all under the same name. But if you break it out into multiple things, so if there's a course that's the video course, and then we give the ebook in a separate um, like course package, and then we give the audiobook in a separate purchase, and the flashcards in a separate purchase. We can say, hey, listen, if you buy this uh, video course, we will give you this other product that we sell, and we'll give you the audiobook that we sell, and we'll give you the flashcards that we sell. We'll give you the all for free, right? So it's in, my, in their mind, wow, this is a much higher value rather than just assuming that it's all thrown in, right? So I got this from Alex Hormozzi, uh, the Gym Launch Secrets guy, Gym Lords. Uh, he calls it um, uh, what was it? Splinter stacking, something like that. I was reading his book, um, or offer splintering. Gosh, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's in his book, gym launch secrets. It's about marketing for gyms. Um, but it's still really good just for any business. So I thought, Hmm, so I'm going to split out my offer and what I'm offering. Uh, and so they, they really can see all the different things that are coming with it. Um, so just some things to think about, try to offer more than the other person. Another thing we did, right. Is, uh, someone said, Hey, we've got a 14 day uh, pass challenge. So like study and, and pass your test in 14 days. Well, guess what we did said, okay, 14 days, we'll do seven. So I made a guide on how to get through our whole course and pass the test in just seven days. Um, we're going to give that out with pe two people with the test. They can get an email every morning telling them exactly what assignments they need to do, what they need to complete, how long it's going to take to pass the course in seven days. So when you give people structure like that, that's what they love and that's what they pay for. So, you know, if the other guys go in 14 days, you go seven. If they're going to give flashcards, you give flashcards and an audiobook, right? You just um, have to be clearly the, the best choice. Be the most obvious choice for that money, right? Or if you're using it as a loss leader or like, a, like an intro thing, right, to get them into a higher level course, just go cheaper. Give it away for free. The only problem with doing that, going super cheap or giving away for free, is sometimes people associate value with price. So if you're giving it away for free, people assume that it's not worth anything. So that's my only problem with that, right? They think, well, if this guy's giving it for $47 and this guy's giving it for $200, clearly the $200 one is going to be better or else the $47 guy would be charging that. You know, he's not charging that because he doesn't think it's worth that. So that's the only problem I have there with um, offering cheaper free courses. So if you're going to offer a course for free, you need a backup to say, hey, listen, other people have paid X amount of dollars for this course, um, but you're going to get it for free because, right, you have to have a because 
it needs to be believable because if the offer is not believable, people are going to assume you're tricking them somehow, right? You know, people know that if it's too good to be true, it probably is. People aren't stupid. Um, so you need to think about that. All right. So this has just been like a super quick primer on courses and what we've been thinking through as we've been restructuring some of our offers and, and um, you know, kind of working with competition that we have and uh, trying to continually improve and make things better. But again, if you just sit around and think that your course is going to make you money forever without doing anything, um, you're mistaken. So always got to be working, always got to be improving things, making it better, or at least you should be doing that. Uh, or else eventually someone will come in and overtake you and push you out. And you don't want that. All right, everyone. Hope you found this valuable. Uh, if you like it, please subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to be trying to do two a week. Um, if you have any questions, I think there's a link on here where you can send me a voicemail. Feel free to do that and uh, ask me any questions. I can hit them up in upcoming episodes. Thanks. Take care.